Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. This may well devolve into madness before it's all over, and if it does, I blame Randy because he's not been here in a few weeks, and I can because it's my show. Anyhow, welcome to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life, and the reason I would blame Randy Miller if this show goes wrong is because we've brought his partner in crime on to be part of the uh, somewhat modified round table for the evening. I'm Jacob Seelman from Speedsport, joined by Tom Baker. Peter Strada from TSJ Sports, and I think making maybe his first official debut at the roundtable as a guest host. I feel like we've probably had him on as a guest at some point before, but Nick DeGroot from Motorsport.com joins us, and, uh, you know, Nick, I don't know. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk Martinsville, and like I said, if anything goes wrong, we can just blame Randy because he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, I, I like that. And you know what? A show called Motorsports Madness, you know it's got to be good. So I'm excited <laughs> to be on with you guys. Absolutely. We are glad to have Nick with us here as part of the panel for the first half of tonight's show. We are going to talk Martinsville. We are also going to talk Modifieds, which is Tom's favorite subject. I have a feeling, you, Tom, you probably just sat up in your chair a little straighter over there because Modifieds are coming up. And well, I know you, you could fill a whole two hours with Modifieds if you really sit down and put your mind to it. He's so imp- he he's so surprised. I caught him speechless. I think either the either that or you know his, his little headset over there is not working. We'll make it work. Oh, he bl- he well, blinked up in green. There you are. Yeah, there we go. I don't know what happened there. Apparently, uh, it, it put me in parentheses for a minute. Okay. But uh, I said I could talk modifieds all day, every day, and not get tired of it. It is NASCAR's original national touring division after all of course it is going all the way tracing its roots back to 1948 and uh, I'm, I'm gonna give tom some little cliff notes during the break because i had a chance to talk to tour director jimmy wilson uh, a week or so ago in advance of the season and got some fun things on stuff they're planning on uh, for going into 2021 to kind of rebound from the pandemic shortened season last year uh, all sorts of things like that to really rejuvenate the health of the tour and more than 40 cars on the entry list for Martinsville, which I think is a huge deal. I can't remember the last time I said that out loud. With that, we're going to step aside, take a commercial break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more Motorsports Madness coming up in just a couple of minutes. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Nick DeGroot around tonight's roundtable. And we want to say thank you to our friends at My Computer Career for their support of this show. We'll tell you more about them a little bit later. Right now, we are going to command this first segment and probably let Tom have half or more of it because we are going to talk modifieds and not just modifieds, modifieds, Tom. <laughs> at Martinsville, which has been more than a decade coming. The pandemic stopped it last year. It only made us hungry for more. We're back. They're ready. Bring it on. 40-plus trying to make the 200-lap main event coming uh, Thursday night under the lights at the paperclip, and I am all for it. Oh, man. Um, To give you an idea of just kind of why I'm so excited about this event. Um, Back in about 1979 or 80, somewhere in that area, maybe it was 81, um, we started when my home radio station, which I would later start my radio career on, Star 105.5 out of Oswego, New York, um, actually started carrying... um, what was then, I think, the very beginnings of, of uh, Motor Racing Network, and um, they were covering a race at Martinsville for the Modifieds, and it was something, it was the Azalea, I don't know if it was 150 or 200, but I remember Azalea just because it was a strange word that I had to then go look up, and it's some sort of flower, I think, um, if I remember right. But, I mean, just hearing Eli Gold and the other announcers 
calling this race on the radio with names that I would watch during the season run at Oswego when the Modifieds would come in there and hearing the greats like Richie Evans and Jeff Bodine and Jerry Cook and all of the, the top drivers of the day. And then, of course, you know, the Southern guys like Satch Worley and Paul Radford, and Speedy Thomas, or gosh, I don't even remember all the names that back then. Um, I mean, it was just glorious. And, and so Martinsville has always been a huge deal. Obviously, it's, uh, it's the track that claimed the life of Richie Evans uh, in 1985 in a practice crash. Um, it's, you know, it's just a track that for the Modifieds has always been very special. And I'm so excited to see them back there again, I think, for the, under the lights for the first time ever. And I think probably one of the first times we've had really um, any cup driver participation in this Uh You'll have Ryan Priest and Ryan Newman and former uh, cup champion and now Hall of Famer Bobby Labonte will be racing as well. Um, I mean, this is going to be an absolutely incredible race on Thursday night. I wish I could be there, but I can't, so I'll be watching on uh, Track Pass, NBC Sports, Gold, whatever. And um, should be a lot of fun, man. I can't wait. DeGroot and then Peter can follow after, but uh, when you consider the names that Tom just mentioned, the Priests and Newmans and Bobby Labontes of the world, is this one of those races that kind of looks to, you know, maybe draw in some of those fans who might not normally pay attention to the Modified Tour because you, you're at A, you're at Martinsville, and B, you get some of that participation that's not nest, you know, that's from the, the upper echelon. And, and I know Bobby's now running a Tour Modified full time, but, uh, you know, still one of those names that people might scratch their head and go, wait a minute, he's running. I might want to watch this. Oh, uh, abs- absolutely. And I'll confess that I don't follow the Modifieds that closely. I have not watched very many races live in my life, but I have been looking forward to this race specifically and have made sure that I'm going to be able to view it Thursday night. And I think there's a lot of other people out there like that that are getting really excited about it. You hear the entry list. You, it's a familiar racetrack. It's on the same weekend as the Cup Cars. It's got Cup names. It's got Newman Priest, former champion and Bobby Labonte, and I, I under the lights too. I think it's just getting a lot of people excited. And people who don't normally follow, follow Modifieds like me are still like, okay, I want to see this. I, I, I want to watch this. This looks like something I'm going to like. And I think you're going to see a lot of new people tune in for this. And I think afterwards you're going to have a lot of new Modified fans too. You'll definitely see a lot of new people tune into this race just because it's on Martinsville. It has the star power of Labonte, Newman, and Priest. And I think you'll see a lot of new Modified fans come out of tomorrow night, Thursday night, when this race goes green because – just looking at how stacked this entry list is, you have truly the best in the nation in the ground pounders, and we're going to see an amazing race, no doubt about it. Tom, I want to turn back to you on the Bobby Labonte point. You and I have gotten to pay attention to some of his early runs in that cookout number 25 with the Smart Tour, end of last year, start of this year. And he actually contended to win one of the recent Smart Tour events. I want to say maybe it was at Caraway a a few weeks back. But I I, I want to uh, make sure that people understand this is not a Bobby Labonte's just showing up to participate and ride around in the teens, 20s, you know, whatever it is this is Bobby Labonte is going to be at Martinsville in a competitive car and I believe he's going to have a shot to run 
up inside the top 10 should the brakes fall his way. I mean, yeah, okay, he's maybe uh, across the threshold for a cup career, but he's really rejuvenated himself at the short track level. Well, I mean, he's never quit racing. I mean, he, he's always done some sort of uh, thing. Uh, and, of course, he ran, what was it, the Euro Series, I think, for a year. Um, and he got in this modified. Um, he was actually a kind of a last-minute substitution last year at Florence Motor Speedway in South Carolina in this car. Um, when the regular driver was unable to make it to the track, they brought Bobby in. He ended up setting a track record in qualifying. He led the race for a while, and I think he ended up fourth or fifth. And then this year, uh, as you say, he was in contention for the win in the opening race at uh, Caraway and um, ended up uh, getting some contact in the closing laps. Uh, I think it was the last lap, actually, and ended up the inside hub rail. Um, but he's... He's a contender in this car, and I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna be a contender for the top ten. I think he's gonna be a contender to win this race in this car. This team is not a slouch team, and Bobby obviously knows Martinsville like the back of his hand. I think Bobby races for a win if the car is set up right. There's no lack of resource here to go compete for a win uh, at Martinsville in a tour race with this car. We know what the war is going to be week to week on this 14-race tour schedule this year, Tom. So I'll, I'll pose the head-to-head -head matchup, and you tell me who you like. Justin Bonsignor versus Doug Kobe. Who's your early favorite for the title this year? Well, I mean, I'm not sure it's going to be either of the two of them, to be honest. I think there's a few more guys that can certainly contend. But, I mean, I guess I would say probably Bonsignor just because, well, I mean, until you prove that you can snap his uh, championship streak, much like with Doug Kobe, you have to beat him in order to beat him. So I'll take Bonsignor until I see otherwise, but I'm not convinced that there aren't one or two other guys that could contend for this. I was going to say, I'm glad you I'm glad you jumped back to the Bonsignor train because it lets me toss out this little statistic. Justin Bonsignor has not been outside the top 10 in a NASCAR wheel and modified tour sanctioned event since I believe August of 2019. He's riding a ridiculous string of about a year and a half straight of top 10 finishes on the tour. So you've got that. Uh, in, in about 45 seconds, Tom, before we have to slide in a break here, does Ryan Priest contend for the win after his recent Smart Tour victory? I know they've struggled with that six car for a bit, but it seems like they've got uh, that team turned a corner again. Yes, I believe he absolutely contends for a win at Martinsville. And by the way, uh, just to add this in, Bobby Labonte is competing for the Smart Tour Championship uh, this year in that 25 car. But yeah, I think Priest definitely is a, is a contender to win at Martinsville. And I think Ryan Newman will be as well. I love seeing Newman back on in the uh, Bono Mannion owned car. A little bit different uh, numerology for that entry this weekend. Going to have the 53 on it since uh, Tommy Baldwin is actually back with the familiar 7NY and John McKennedy on the entry list for that event. We can dig a, a little deeper into that as we delve into our next segment and then we'll also transition into the Xfinity Series running at the Paperclip. Only the second year we've done that in quite some time because for a while Xfinity didn't go to the paperclip. More Motorsports Madness is coming at you. We'll be back to the round table in just a couple of minutes. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Nick DeGroot still with you as we work through the first hour of tonight's program. And right now, talking modifieds and going to transition into the NASCAR Xfinity Series here in a couple of minutes. But kind of to, to put a bow on this, Tom, if you uh, pull out your crystal ball and kind of, I, I know it's hard to predict because Martinsville is a really big stage for the modifieds. Uh, do, do you have some sort of a prediction or a gut feeling as who you think might end up in victory lane? Or is this too wide open to really uh, even make a pick? 
it is wide open and it is very tough to pick. But I'll tell you the driver I'm going to watch, and it's none of the ones that we've just talked about, although all of them should be in contention for the win. The one that I'm really curious about is the driver who's going to be running the 77 curb records entry, and that's Max McLaughlin. Of course, Max's father, Mike, uh, grew up in the same part of New York State that I did. Uh, I watched him from the start of his career in on the dirt, running the uh, Northeast Dirt Modifieds, and then transitioning to pavement with the NASCAR Tour-type Modifieds, like we're talking about now in the Super Modifieds, and then all the way into NASCAR's Big Three Series. And I, uh, Max is a chip off the old block. And, uh, you know, they Magic Shoes Mike McLaughlin was one of the most popular drivers uh, anywhere he went and still is very popular for anybody that sees him. Uh, his son, Max, I think, has a chance to carry on the uh, tradition here and get a win for the McLaughlin family at Martinsville. And it would not surprise me at all to see Max win that race this weekend. I'm going to toss a name from the North that I think has the, the similar youth factor and really came into his own at the end of last year, and that's Craig Lutz uh, in the 46. Yes. I believe Craig, uh, who was the driver celebrating in victory lane as the winner of the finale last year uh, when we finished the season at Thompson while Justin Bontenure celebrated the championship. Craig is a driver who I think it's taken a while for him to get to where he wants to be on the tour, but I think he's now suddenly a driver who can really contend towards the front of just about any field the tour goes to this year for um, its 14 races, which obviously includes Martinsville, Richmond later this season. Uh, Tom, you mentioned Oswego, your home track in New York. They'll head there uh, during Classic Weekend. I believe a couple of stops at Riverhead, of course, three dates at, at Stafford. So a lot of interesting things uh, and a lot of notable places for the 2021 uh, NASCAR Wheel of Modified Tour schedule, and it does kick off uh, this Thursday night on track pass on NBC Sports Gold at Martinsville Speedway, or there will be tape delay coverage uh, of all 14 Wheel and Modified Tour events on NBCSN later this season. Check your programming guide for that information. Uh, and uh, actually, Tom, you're right. I, for I forgot about it, and you just nudged me in our chat here. Two Oswego shows this year, which I don't... They've maybe done it once in the very early days of the tour, maybe? Yeah, I think we had one year where we had two shows, and uh, they're also running what used to be the Lancaster Speedway near Buffalo, New York. I think it's like the New York International Raceway or something like that now renamed. But um, so they're uh, they're they're running three times in New York State this year. Going to be a great uh, three shows for the tour. I think Lancaster is an old worn out track that uh, I think will give those guys some fits to run on and uh, should mix up the results a little bit, I hope at least. But uh, yeah, so two shows at uh, the Fast Five Ace of a Mile at Oswego this year. One, I think in June, um, and then uh, the other one, the traditional classic weekend race on Labor Day weekend. I like it a lot. 40 cars going for 32 spots, including provisionals, by the way, as far as format's concerned. Top 26 on speed, and then six provisionals uh, by, I believe, it's last year's car owner points for uh, those who do not make it on time. So uh, looking forward to actually being in person uh, to cover that one from the press box Thursday night at Martinsville. Excited. Uh, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, transitioning, though, to the Xfinity Series race coming up this weekend at the paperclip. Nick, uh, I think we've seen a lot of parody in this Xfinity Series starting off, and I, the obvious question is who can stop Austin Sindrick, but 
I don't view Austin Cindric as the favorite going into this weekend. It's Martinsville. It's a place we haven't been to very much with these cars. I feel like this is a lot more wide open than maybe some people might give it credit for. Oh, absolutely. And at Martinsville, it's not about outright pace like Cindric has been really leaning on this year because he's just an incredible driver. He's got a dominant car, but at Martinsville... There's a lot more rooting and gouging. It's not really about who has the fastest car. It's about who's going to be the meanest. So I think he definitely is not the favorite entering this weekend. I think he's somebody he can't rule out. But if I were to look around, you have Harrison Burton, who won this race last season. But A.J. Allmanier is somebody I'm going to be watching very closely. He led a bunch of laps last year. He's been very competitive at Martinsville, not just in the Xfinity Series, but in the Cup Series back when he was on a full-time there, too. Nearly got a win there. I, I believe he finished second in Jeff Gordon's final win, if I remember correctly. And he's just somebody that likes this kind of short track. And we've seen before other road course aces are very good at short tracks like Martinsville and that rely heavily on braking. And I think he's going to be somebody that could uh, take the checkered flag this weekend. But yeah, Cindric would not be my first pick. I, I would have to go with Almendinger. Peter Strada, do we, do we consider AJ uh, somewhat of a short track ace, if you will, because he's shown out so well at some of these boring style tracks over the last two years? I mean, it used to be it used to be we looked at him as the road course guy, but now I feel like his oval prowess is such that he's kind of also the short track guy in a way. I think he's absolutely absolutely the short track guy in all actuality aj should have two if not three cup wins here i think back to the race that sparked the jeff gordon clint boyer rivalry in 2012 i believe he was second there he finished second here a couple years ago to kyle bush so he's been strong here in recent cup races i think it'll certainly be among the shortlisted favorites for friday night but i gotta keep my eye on the nine car of noah gragson nothing's gone right this season for him Martinsville is Gregson's type of racetrack. He's won here before in the trucks. He led a lot of laps here last year, finished third, and I think he'll be tough to beat come Friday. All right, so Peter threw out the name that I was uh, kind of raising my eyebrow about, which is Noah Gregson, and you have to wonder uh, you know, when he kind of shakes off the, the early season funk, Tom, that he's been in. We're not used to seeing him 17th in points right now, uh, but what are you, what or who are you looking at for the Xfinity race? I mean, in terms of modern era Xfinity racing at Martinsville, all we really have to fall back on is last fall. Well, yeah, but that was enough. Um, Noah Gregson, uh, I think, is my, actually, uh, just give it away. Noah's my pick to win this weekend. I think Noah gets off the schneid. It's a short track. Um, this is a, a place where I think Noah, I think you look at uh, the guys like Noah and look at Daniel Hemrick, um, you know, some of these drivers that kind of came from the short tracks, and uh, are used to the pace and used to the way to, to, to run a short track. And I think, you know, this could be a weekend where one of those guys could uh, jump in. And I'm not sure who's in the 54, but if it's Ty Gibbs, I'd have to throw him in that mix too because uh, certainly Ty is capable of getting it done on a short track. It is, as a matter of fact, Ty Gibbs, uh, who will start, I believe, 16th, if I remember my metric sheet from earlier today, correctly in the 54 Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, so, And yes, I believe he will certainly be a factor before all this is over. Peter confirming that I, my memory actually served me correct for a change. This, this is progress, because usually that's the kind of thing that I would not have gotten right just from uh, thinking about it off the top of my head. 
Um, I'll go around the table to all three of you. We'll go Tom, Peter, and then Nick in that order. Is Martinsville a wild card race, quote unquote, for the Xfinity series? And if so, why? Um, well, that's a good question. I don't really know how to answer that. I mean, I think I think Martinsville is a wild card race, no matter how you look at it, because it is a short track. I think it opens up. Uh, the contenders to win so much more. So I guess I would say yes in that sense. But um, I mean, I think for the most part, I think you're probably going to see the same, you know, four to six guys contending for the win. So I don't know if I consider it a wild card, but I certainly do think it is a race. If that's where you were going, I think it is a race where you probably got 15 to 20 cars that, that could end up you know, winning or running in the top five there, as opposed to just the handful that we normally talk about. I echo a lot of Tom sentiments in saying that we'll probably see the same cast of characters up front, but being a short track, being where arrow is not as much of an advantage, it's more about just raw grit and who has the sharpest elbows willing is willing to get their front nose the most dirty. I think Martinsville is a bit of a wild card race. We've seen truck races there for years turn into chaos towards the closing laps, and I think we'll see the same in the Xfinity Series. I really think that we're going to see arguably the best race of the weekend on Friday night with guys like Gregson, guys like Hamrick, even Justin Haley, if they get up there and start mixing it up among themselves. Short answer? Yes. <laughs> you, you got very bullish drivers in this field, like Noah and AJ who you know are just going to be um, getting those elbows out probably early in the race. you got lots of drivers that are desperate to make up ground after some early season struggles. Other drivers who feel this is a race, hey, I may not be able to win at an Atlanta, Homestead, uh, Vegas, but I can win here. I just got to push this guy out of the way. And I don't think there's going to be any shortage of restarts. And these guys showed at Homestead that you give them a restart, they'll give you a show. And I think at a place like Martinsville, I mean, just it's a short track. It's a little bullring. You have a restart, it's going to get exciting. And I think it's in that way, it's absolutely a wild card because you never know what could happen. You could have the guy running fifth on a final restart go and win the race. I mean, we've seen it before, and I think it could definitely happen again with this field. Well, and uh, from NASCAR.com, Daniel Hemmerich supposedly going to get a call from Noah Gregson before this race. Might be a good idea for the two of them to settle their differences. This is a track where we often see differences settled on track, Jacob. <laughs> you are very true about that. Uh, I, I don't know whether that phone call will actually happen, but I think uh, for, for Daniel's sake, he's probably hoping it will. We're going to step aside, take a break, come back with more madness after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. 
Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-race com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up for more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick DeGroote, Peter Strada remaining with you as we continue to chat Martinsville and kind of slide over to the NASCAR Cup Series side of things for a little while now. And goodness knows, there's uh, a million and one, I feel like, different storylines that we could talk about on the Cup Series side. I'll start with the obvious. We're seven races in. We have seven different winners. Uh, Nick DeGroote, then Peter Strada, and then Tom Do we go to 8-for-8 this weekend? You don't have to tell me who you think it's going to be, but but do we get a different winner that has not won yet and go to 8-for-8 to open the year? Yeah. These aren't necessarily my picks, but when you got guys like Dunny Hamlin and Chase Elliott who haven't been to Victory Lane yet, I mean, yeah. Well, I think we're going to get 8-for-8 at Martinsville this weekend, 100%. There's too many guys that you'd expect to win that haven't won yet, and as the season has already shown – there could be another surprise winner. There could be another um, Christopher Bell, William Byron, even Michael McDowell-like win at a place like Martinsville. You never know. So I think that this is the kind of track that you can absolutely see an eighth winner at this year. I don't think we necessarily see an upset winner to the extent of Michael McDowell or Christopher Bell, but there's too many Martinsville Masters who have yet to win this season. I think absolutely we see it go eight for eight on Saturday night. 
Oh, I agree totally, and my pick will take us to 8-8 to if he wins. I'll save it for later when we do our picks. But, yeah, I definitely think we we have a good shot at 8-for-8. It's after Martinsville that I start thinking we look ahead and uh, maybe see one or two repeat winners in the coming weeks. Oh, I'm not convinced that we stop at 8-for-8, especially because after Martinsville, we go to Richmond, which is another rough-and-tumble short track race that I think could really put up some surprises. So, uh, yeah, I I won't spoil it either, but yes, uh, when we get to picks, I will will certainly agree that uh, we get to at least... Eight for eight, if not more. I, I both truthfully, I think we have the potential because we've got Richmond and then Talladega coming up after Martinsville that we could have a chance at tickling ten in ten like we did in two thousand to open the year, which remains the most different winners to open a season in the history of the NASCAR Cup Series. Oh, by the way, but as we uh, as we get into and and dig into Cup Series conversation, Tom, it seems like that this track go it gets streaky. It seems like we have one driver that seems to dominate at least up until the last couple of years. Uh, it's not been that way. You've had people dominate in specific races. I can think of Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex last summer, uh, Chase Elliott in the fall, the win that uh, really sparked his run to the championship in Phoenix. Uh, But we haven't had somebody I feel like that we could call lately that uh, kind of era type driver like we had in the late 2000s when Jimmy Johnson was dominating or you know the early portion of last decade when Denny Hamlin was uh, dominant and won five times at Martinsville it just seems like we haven't necessarily had that next driver step up yet at the paperclip like we're used to seeing well, I think a lot of that is because the overall competition level has gotten so much greater. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got these teams of four and, you know, or three. I mean, you look at uh, Hendrick, you look at Joe Gibbs, there's eight cars between them. Um, you know, I would argue that the three Penske cars you'd have to factor in. Uh, even the 21 car could be a surprise with De Benedetto this weekend. I mean, you know, uh, the Childress cars are faster on the short tracks now. I don't know if they're necessarily capable of winning this race, though I wouldn't count uh, any of them out, really. Um, I mean, I, I again, I think there are a number of cars that can win these races now. It's just harder to be dominant at a certain track when the competition overall is so equal, and I think that's only going to keep trending that way jacob um next year when we bring in the spec car basically i mean everybody's going to start with you know the same chassis so i mean it's uh i i think the days of somebody just totally dominating a racetrack are are going to be numbered here quickly fair enough actually so i wanted to dig into more martinsville conversation but since you brought it up as such a good transition point i do want to uh just for a couple of minutes step away from that and actually uh, move over to the fact that we learned we had two things happen this week regarding the next gen car as a matter of fact we had a test at darlington raceway with tyler reddick nick DeGroot, and we also found out today that the reveal date for the manufacturer specific next gen car cars is May 5th, which is just less than a month away now. So in two parts here, how eager are you for May 5th to get here? And uh, what did you think of the video that we saw? I think it was onboard video of Reddick uh, turning a lap or two around Darlington in that next-gen prototype. 
Well, I watched that video multiple times, so I think that tells you all <laughs> you need to know about that. I, I'm very excited for this next-gen car and even more excited to see the manufacturer-specific ones coming out May 5th. I think um, – I know it hasn't happened yet, so I, I – I hope I'm not wrong, but I think they're going to knock it out of the park with these designs. And from everything we've heard from these tests, including this latest, latest one with Reddick, and I know they're not going to, you know, go publicly say terrible things about the car, even if they don't like it. But I feel genuine enthusiasm from everybody that's testing this car, including Reddick here at Darlington. And that's got me excited because it sounds like the drivers are excited. And if they're excited, I'm excited. So I can't wait to see what they look like. And I can't wait to see 40 of them on a racetrack next year. You watched the video multiple times, Nick, so you can verify if my thinking is correct here. But did did I imagine it, or did I hear Reddick shift going into turn one at Darlington, which was something so foreign to me, I was like, did I just hear what I think I heard? Yeah, sure. Sounded like he was shifting down into third there, didn't it? Which is... Uh... Another little wrinkle to this car that I am very much looking forward to and makes you wonder where else are we going to be seeing that. Oh, yes. Uh, when you consider the uh, the mechanics of the paddle shifter being thrown in there and all the all the different technology that we're looking to see uh, with these with the next gen cars. Uh, Tom, did you have any takeaways? Uh, did you get a chance to see that video of, of Reddick's test laps earlier this week? I did. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say the same thing I said in our chat. Um, I, I'm certainly very excited about the potential for these cars, but I just want to see want to see him put three or four of them on some of these tracks and run them together. Um, and, and then we'll have a better idea of what they'll actually be able to do in traffic. Cause that's really where we're at with the current car is, you know, it's, it's in traffic, it's running behind other cars that seems to, uh, you know, to be the, uh, the problem that we can't solve with the current, uh, aero package. Um, and so I think if, you know, if we can get some of these tests to get three or four or five of these cars out on the track at one time, that'll give us a much better idea of where we're actually at. But yeah, Nick's right. The enthusiasm from every driver that's driven these cars right from the very beginning was that they're much more driver input oriented. So it's not, it, it's, if you get sideways with this car, it's going to be a lot harder to, to get yourself out of it. Whereas the current car is basically like a slot car. You know, you get it sideways or it breaks traction. It kind of comes back on its own almost. Um, so I think a lot of these drivers are excited that it feels like they're going to be able to do a lot more with the pedals um, than, uh, than what they can with this current car. And that's one of the keys, Peter, that we've we've been waiting for, I feel like, ever since they started working on this platform, is uh, driver input and then off-throttle time, specifically in the corners, is going to be another really big key to success, it looks like. Absolutely. I remember pre-pandemic last year when William Byron was testing the next-gen car out at Auto Club Speedway. I believe he actually spun off a corner and just got loose and crashed it. So that just shows how tough these cars are to drive and that it's not simply slot cars where everyone's holding their right foot to the floor for the entire time around the racetrack. And one other thing I wanted to note from Reddick's Darlington test is he did not get a Darlington stripe. So I was actually a bit surprised at that. I think it's probably a good thing he didn't get a Darlington Stripe because I have a feeling, considering we're still limited on prototypes of that car, that uh, NASCAR doesn't want him messing up the goods. Let, let's be real here. 
Yeah, you're probably right, but at the same point, at the track, too tough to tame. I was expecting him to at least flirt with that wall a little bit. Uh, he, he did scratch the car up a little bit, though. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures, but NASCAR posted a couple hours ago. He beat up that right rear and right front just a little bit. Just a touch? Okay, so maybe he did flirt with the wall just a little bit, yeah. Peter. Didn't get a full-on stripe, but he he definitely flirted <laughs> with it. <laughs> Fair enough. That that is, I think that's proof positive that, uh, that we may be in a good place. About four minutes left to go in this segment. Want to circle now back to uh, continuing to talk a little bit about Martinsville as we look towards this weekend it is the second straight short track event that we've had and yet the first true I guess traditional short track event that we've had this year Tom uh, when it comes to the fact that you know last time out we covered Bristol with dirt but I I, I want to mention this team and and then go down the line here are you a believer in Daniel Suarez and Trackhouse Racing, or do you still need to see a little bit more before you think they can contend at the front on a more regular basis? No, I'm 100% a believer in this team. Um, I actually watched the TV special that Fox did about uh, Trackhouse, and um, it really opened my eyes. When you listened to what Travis Mack and, uh, you know, Daniel... Uh, you know, all of all of the team, really, when you listen to what they were saying and how they were talking about working together and working with each other, and you look at the performances that they've had to start the season, not necessarily all the results, but the performances, you know, you've got he's he's led a couple of races. He's run top 10, top 15, almost every race out. Um, that's a team that I think in the second half of this season uh, is going to be a very dangerous race team. I could see them being top 10 consistently almost in the second half of the year. Now, obviously, could we go to Martinsville or go to a certain track and see a top five run even in the next few races? Well, sure. But, um, yeah, I do 100% believe in this team. I think uh, Justin Marks has put together an amazing group, and uh, the resources are definitely there. Uh, Jacob, I do believe that this team is a team of the future, and I'm so excited that Daniel Suarez is finally getting a chance to show what I think we all believed he was capable of coming up from the Xfinity series, and I think he's only going to get better. Nick, same question. Are you a believer in that 99 team? Well, everybody wants to talk about the Bristol Dirt Race and how they performed there, and yes, that was impressive, but it's a bit of a you know unique racetrack, you know, being covered in dirt. I look at Texas as more impressive actually because that was a straight up intermediate track and without that speeding penalty at the end they're finishing sixth or seventh and that is wildly impressive for that team this early for a brand new organization like this so yeah absolutely i think between that and bristol i think this is going to be a team that is going to continue making noise this season are only going to get stronger peter got about a minute Nick stole all my points between Atlanta and the Bristol Dirt Race. I'm a hundred thousand percent a believer in track house racing and Daniel Suarez. I knew coming into this year that Daniel was obviously a talented driver, being a past Xfinity champion. I think he gets a win in the next calendar year. 
Fair enough. I like it. I'll make it a perfect four for four that I do believe in what uh, Trackhouse is doing. And I think specifically the leadership that Justin Marks brings to the table has a lot to do with it. I don't think we talk enough about his business acumen and his savvy in that role. He's, you know, he wasn't just a, uh, a decent driver during his driving career. He has really grown his businesses and, and this particular business in the right way that I think uh, he's made it a home around Daniel. And that's something that Daniel's needed in order to really, uh, really be successful over the long term. So I like everything I'm seeing there. And with that said, we're going to step aside and take another commercial break. We're just about halfway through the madness and we'll be back with more right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Yeehaw. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Nick DeGroote remaining with you as we approach the top of the hour. And uh, Tom, <laughs> I almost had it happen there at the end of that last segment. Saved it, but it uh, kind of sort of went sideways for just a moment. No reboot necessary, at least at this point. But if you're looking for a new career, change in career, first career, or, well, <laughs> I don't know if anybody would want to learn how to reboot me. If they do, God bless them. We know some people at My Computer Career that might be able to help out with all of those things, however, except maybe the last one yeah i'm not i i'm not sure even the folks of my computer career could actually reboot you properly but uh we will persist in telling you that uh, if you do want a change of career my computer career is a great place to start if you're looking for a change of pace you don't have to be a computer whiz you don't have to be a math and science whiz to be able to be proficient at it and make a very good living in this industry, which is still a very growing industry, uh, even in today's times. And it's not really difficult. My Computer Career makes it easy. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. They have a free uh, job placement assessment. Just take the, uh, the test. And if um, you are uh, excited about an IT career, then you can train one to two days a week online for just four to six months be out feel ready to go to work and start your new and improved life. My computer career has financial aid for those who qualify, including the GI Bill. And when you're ready to get out into the workforce and you finished your training, they will work with hundreds of employers to get you going. So again, my computer career is training for a better life, and we appreciate their enthusiasm and support for all of our programming including this motorsports madness show indeed we do and with that we will prepare to take another break here of course because we're approaching the top of the hour that means uh we're we're running short on time with nick DeGroote, but uh, coming up in the next segment we'll let nick give a few final thoughts from his end and then we'll transition into the second half of this program this is motorsports madness powered by my computer career and we'll be right back how to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Nick DeGroote, Peter Strada remaining with you as we approach the top of the hour. This starts the second half of our show, and uh, for Nick, it's basically uh, about the end of our time with you. got about two minutes left before we have to cut you loose. Any, uh, any closing thoughts from you going into this weekend? Um, just that I'm excited to be back at Martinsville. I think it's one of the best tracks on the schedule, and that's part of the reason why it's been on the schedule since the very beginning. It's it's always putting on a show, always a race that I'm looking forward to, and I think it's going to be no different this weekend. All right, so uh, we, we do have to let you give a shameless plug, too, while you have a minute. Uh, social Media 411, where can uh, fans follow your work? And uh, I, I think equally as important, do you have anything fun upcoming on motorsport.com that we can promote here? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, ndgroot 89 and as for motorsport.com, man, I wish I had something for you at the moment, but there's nothing um, too exciting coming up. But, I mean, we, we, we always have great extensive coverage of this weekend's events, interviews, breaking news from the track. So there's always that to look forward to. Yeah, no, nothing as far as special features go for the moment, but I'll let you know if that comes up in the future. Other than that, uh, looking forward to this race and hope you all uh, enjoy it as well. We appreciate the time, as always, and uh, we made it through uh, more than half of this show, and, and nothing crazy went wrong, so that's always cause for celebration, too. That is Nick DeGroote from Motorsport.com, and uh, we appreciate his contributions to the first half of this show. We're actually going to have Chris Murdoch tag in for Nick coming up in our next segment, which will uh, start to transition a little bit from NASCAR into some of the other news of the week. I know Tom's all hyped up about an IndyCar point that we can talk about, obviously. 
obviously we have uh, our fantasy picks for the weekend coming up in the in the second hour of the program and uh, uh, you may not want to uh, listen to some of us me specifically because I seem to have had very little luck in that department over the course of the last couple of weeks and uh, we'll uh, we will throw some black flag checkered flag action in before it's over too because that's always fun to get these guys riled up at the round table and I actually have a couple of takes even though we're coming off an off weekend I have some thoughts there that we can get to before the end of this program so don't go anywhere we're just getting revved up grab a drink a snack come back it's motorsports madness powered by my computer career continuing right after this Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Corrected, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strata still at the round table and uh, tagging in for Nick DeGroot and uh, coming around to help out for the second half of the show. Haven't done this in a while, have we? Chris Murdoch is with us. Uh, I don't even remember the last time we actually put you on air when you weren't punching buttons, so you get to sit back and actually have a little bit of fun with this, huh, Murdoch? No, it feels weird not having a um, a switcher in front of me or a, or a board in front of me to to produce something. I, I get to just take the night off and let you do all the work. <laughs> this is true. We're surviving so far. I'm going to interweave a couple of different things here as we continue on into the second half of tonight's program. And Tom, uh, I know this is a point you wanted to get to uh, right off the top of the show, but... Uh, kind of saved it for this point just because it's uh, it's a little bit of a useful transition or maybe uh, you know way to connect two different dots here. Santino Ferrucci is going back to the Indianapolis 500 next month. He'll do so with Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing as a teammate to Graham Rahal and to Kumasato. He will do it in the number 45 High V Honda. And not only is this a good thing, it's a uh, it's a radical departure from what he's been doing the last month, month and a half, which is uh, running a stock car in the Xfinity Series with Sam Hunt. Yeah, of course, I don't think uh, he's forgotten how to drive an Indy car in the meantime, and I think he's he's obviously with uh, an Indy 500 winning team. So uh, I'm really excited to see what a more mature more well-versed, I think, driver that Santino is now after having run NASCAR for a little while here. I'm excited to see what he can do going back and running the Indy 500. And, uh, you know, I think that this is a team that could actually go and win the race. And so this is uh, this is going to be a great opportunity for him, I feel like, Jacob. And I think... If he can get through the qualifying in good shape and get himself in the race and and just kind of let the race come to him, um, man, I, I think this young man has a chance to do something pretty special. And I, and I think that um, him running Charlotte and Indy in the same weekend is also going to be really interesting for him. I think this is going to be a real learning Memorial Day weekend for Santino between the two races that he'll be running. And that's interesting. He can pull that off because of the Xfinity race being on Saturday and there being no on-track activity for uh, for the Xfinity or for the Indy 500 uh, on Saturday. So it, it all kind of works out with NASCAR's consolidated one-day schedules right now because of the COVID-19 protocols and all that fun stuff. I actually really look forward to seeing how he can do with it. Peter, I know we don't drag you in on a ton of IndyCar conversation, but I'll, I'll give you a lowball here and let you offer some thoughts. This puts the race winner, third-place finisher, and fourth-place finisher from last year's Indianapolis 500 all on the same team with a team owner in Bobby Rahal that knows a little something about winning at Indianapolis, too. Um, this, to me, seems like a very, very lethal combination, and if I, al if I didn't already think that RLL was going to be a threat to win another Indy 500 in May when they put Ferrucci on the roster. I'm like, oh boy, this is really big now. They're definitely coming out guns blazing. I think they have three great shots to be kissing the brakes in a little over a two a month, almost two months here. 
And I think, obviously, last year, Scott Dixon was the man to beat in Indy until late in the race when uh, Takuma got by him. But I think you'll see the usual cast of characters up front in Indy, the Scott Dixons, all the Pensy cars. But it should be a great race, as always, for the greatest day in racing. I'm looking forward to it. I know we, we uh, actually get on-track activity, Tom, here at the end of the week. Uh, it's going to be streamed on NBC's Peacock uh, streaming service. They've got two days of open testing at Indy to uh, get everybody ready for the 500. And another name that jumped into my mind outside of Santino Ferrucci that I'm really going to be keeping my eye on is the guy who uh, is coming in with a very unique number on board for uh, Aero McLaren SP. But Juan Pablo Montoya carrying the Peter Revson 86 and coming back for a shot at a third 500 win. This is a team-driver combination that, number one, should be considered an immediate possibility to win the race. But number two, it's Juan Pablo Montoya. He's fun to watch no matter if he's driving a matchbox car or an Indy car. Well, you know, I had a thought when I saw that he was coming back to run because I do believe, if I'm, if I'm correct, if I remember this right, didn't Elio Castroneves get a one-off shot too? Uh, I think it's more than a one-off shot. Um, I want to say he's doing uh, maybe six races this year, if I remember right. Okay, yeah, that's what so, I thought. Yeah, and um, I think uh, the, yeah, maybe the, what... Uh, oh, gosh. Um, Eddie Carpenter? Yeah. It was no, uh, it's uh, it's another car. I, I want to say it's with uh, Jack Harvey's team. Um, gosh, I'm I'm drawing a complete blank right now. Thanks, live radio. Um, okay, Meyer Shank. Meyer Peter Shank. Says, yeah, yes, that's thank right. You. And it is. Um, but well, here here was my point to that. I'm just thinking to myself. Okay, Elio Castroneves and Juan Pablo Montoya. How old are they between the two of them? This could be the battle of the old farts to uh, to victory at uh, at Indian, and I'd love to see either one of them win another race. Um, I mean, this is this just and yeah, Peter pointing out Tony Kanan as well. Um, you know, this could be a really interesting 500 with those guys. I just hope that uh, um, IndyCar in general is able to get the arrow better, get, get them a better package so we can see more passing this year. The last couple have been kind of uh, off the mark when it comes to uh, racing and passing as compared to uh, a good eight to ten years before um, when we had some of the best races I've ever seen. Oh, for sure. And obviously it's always a game of how much do you want to lead without leading too much uh, because of the fuel burning that you uh, have from being up front. And ultimately, I think that may have been what bit Scott Dixon a little bit is they, you know, they had to give up the lead to uh, save a little bit of fuel in the draft and just couldn't get back to the front. Uh, Murdoch, any thoughts as we uh, get closer to, uh, as our friend Joel Sebastianelli would say, the most wonderful time of the year? I always love when we get close to Indy because it seems like there's a buzz that we don't always get all the time. It, it is a buzz, Jacob. And if you're a betting uh, man, uh, I would I would wait a while before you put anything down on this Indy car uh, or this Indy 500 because um, there are a lot of heavy hitters in there that anybody can come up and challenge. And uh, back to Ferrucci, you know, him running the stock car, I think only strengthens his chance to win in an open wheel car just because it's another discipline of racing that he's gotten behind, you know, 2019 Indy 500 rookie of the year. He got that for a reason. Um, I think this is his best shot to win. 
Alright, so I'm trying to do really fast math in my head here, because uh, Tom mentioned earlier the Battle of the Old Guys. You've got Castroneves, who's 45 years old this year. Um, Tony Kanan, who's 46 this year. Juan Pablo Montoya, who's 45. Just between them alone, that's a combined age of 136. And then if you throw Scott Dixon in there, <laughs> who is the uh, the young buck of that of this group at 40, you're you're tickling you know 175, 176 between four drivers, Tom. So it's not just youth anymore. Uh, even though we've talked about this youth movement in the IndyCar series the last couple of years. The vets certainly have not gone anywhere when it comes to the 500. No, not at all. And of course, the 500 is a race where experience counts. I mean, and, and again, not to say a young driver can't win. We've certainly seen that you know, many times before, but I think experience counts here. So these veterans have as good a shot to win as the young guys do at the 500. And that's what makes it such a special race. I can't wait to get things started at Indy. Oh, for sure. And uh, as mentioned, uh, open testing runs April 8th and 9th. Uh, and all that can be watched through a subscription to NBC's Peacock streaming service you can look that up on uh, either nbcsports.com or just google nbc sports peacock to get more specific information the way they've got that set up i don't think it's uh, extremely expensive to be able to go on and watch the test this weekend which is good news for all indycar fans across the world with that we're going to step aside take another commercial break more madness coming at you right after these words here's an important message from rad and this station Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. <laughs> 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strata, and Chris Murdoch now around the table for the second half of the show. Before the break, we were talking about Peacock Premium from NBC Sports being where to catch all of the open testing action for the NTT IndyCar Series and the Indianapolis 500 over Thursday and Friday of this week. And the short answer is $4.99 a month, Tom, which realistically, when you think about it, isn't really all that much when you consider that unlocks all of IndyCar's practice, qualifying, a lot of the Indy Lights content, all the archive content from past races, past years, and a lot of live stuff, too, through the season that uh, is beyond just the regular television coverage on NBC and NBCSN. I mean, I, I, I was torn on this when they first announced it, but really, I've gotten a chance to peruse some of it. Of course, you've got Dale Jr.'s Lost Speedways series on there now, uh, it's just turning into a really cool thing that NBC has has put together, and I'm becoming more of a believer in the platform for the future, especially for the fact that when you do the math, I mean, that's barely 60 bucks a year. That's It's a lot of content for not necessarily a lot of buck. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, 59.88. A year, if, it, if my okay, math is correct, if you, if, if you really want to, if you really want to do the pennies math, that I, I I was just being approximate there, but you can be Mister Exact on the math there. Well, you know, I was just testing to make sure my common core was still working. Um, but it's no, it's I think it's a it's a good opportunity for for the IndyCar fans, much like we've seen with NASCAR. Um, honestly, I think it's probably going to be a, um, a, a big hit and, you know, let's face it, everything is going digital, uh, eventually anyway, this is all going to end up being, I think NASCAR's TV deal will be much more digitally focused when they renew it in a couple of years. Uh, you know, I mean, everything is headed to streaming, um, and away from the general cable type television that we've been used to here. So, um, you know, that 
that definitely I think is a is a big plus and and I'll I'll surely subscribe to it uh, as I have you know the NASCAR package uh, and Peter pointing out that uh, Lost Speedways which is Dale Jr.'s uh, show is uh, going to have a season two this summer and I'm really thankful for that because uh, I loved the first edition I've actually one of these upcoming shows I'll get into some of the we need to do a Baker's book club uh, on these shows because I've read three really great NASCAR history books over the last uh, month and a half or so and it, it would be fun to talk about uh, some of that in a, in, on a future show Motorsports Madness with a book club hour <laughs> did, did I just hear that posed live no not air? an hour oh okay just a segment <laughs> no 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 not an hour just Tom would uh, do a lot of reading <laughs> oh boy this is the, this is going to be a fun next couple of weeks leading up to memorial day i can already tell um peter i know you you're the one that mentioned season two if we get as much out of season two as we did out of season one of lost speedways just give me all of it now what dale jr matt dillner and the folks behind lost speedways did with that whole deal i i have been such a believer of it just more 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 yes Yes, I hate how season one was only seven or eight episodes because I got so into watching those episodes. I think I binged them all in no more than a day or two. And that made me want to go see these racetracks. I wanted to go see Metro Line, even though not much is there now. I went and saw Okanichi Speedway over near Raleigh a couple weeks after that. It's a beautiful walking trail. Just really cool to look back into the sports history and see just what racetracks and what drivers characters were around in past generations yeah and uh chris mentioned it in our chat a minute uh, a minute ago and i do want to bring this up as a news nugget really actually chris i'm bummed about this but uh, unfortunately in the continuing pandemic uh, restricted world that we're in at least for this year uh, having to lose the canadian tire motorsports park event on the uh, imsa weathertech championship schedule but if they had to replace it with something they replaced it with one of the best road courses in the country we're just going to stay in watkins glen for an extra few days after the six hours and we're going to run a sprint race at the glen six hours is fun enough but a sprint race at watkins glen sign me up please let's go Two hours and 40 minutes, Jacob, and if you're asking me, back-to-back weeks and uh, Watkins Glen is all fun for me with the sports cars. They can rip around that track, and Tom, being up uh, from uh, 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 in New York, you've got to be excited to see Watkins Glen get some love uh, from the IMSA boys. Well, Watkins Glen um, and IMSA are basically twin brothers. Uh, they've been attached at, at the hip for many, many, many years um, in various uh, iterations of things. And um, I think this is a big deal, of course, uh, the border situation between the U.S. and Canada, um, you know, due to uh, uh, COVID is still very uh, tenuous. The border's closed right now. So, uh uh, Watkins Glen is a great second choice if you can't run uh, Canadian Tire, which used to be most sport for those who might be uh, history buffs. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, uh, that's going to be a really special uh, sprint race at the Glen and, and a high-speed road course that it is. Uh, the drivers are going to have a ball with it. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, you know, we usually see the, the the long game strategies play out at Watkins Glen when you're talking about the uh, the six hour race, but uh, now when you consider the uh, the fact that 
we've you know we've got a short race less than half the distance or in time of the the six hour it really uh, opens up the possibilities for what we may see in that event i'm uh, i'm looking forward to it uh, and i'm glad chris uh, just reminded us because i'll admit when we were talking martinsville xfinity earlier i completely forgot about I the fact i think i heard it i didn't think yeah, i heard it no, when i was listening I, to the show I before i jumped on i did i genuinely forgot that this weekend is the first of the four dash for cash races for the xfinity series so four drivers noah gragson uh, Justin Allgaier, A.J. Allmendinger, Harrison Burton going to be going for $100,000, whoever among the four finishes best. Gregson got a Dash for Cash bonus last year, Tom, and uh, I-, I know he doesn't need any extra motivation, but good grief, you dangle another $100,000 carrot in front of him, of course he's going to go for it. Well, I, and I think, you know, Noah's gotten a lot of... Uh negative publicity lately and and probably some of it's deserved but um i think we should also point out that last year when he won that money he he turned right around and uh gave it back to the team he just he just gave it to the guys on the team he he didn't even keep the money so um that was a very very generous thing and it shows you what noah uh, you know, where Noah's mindset can be. And, you know, I hope we can get a little bit of that Noah Gregson back because I still think he's got a good chance to win some races and the championship this year if he will just kind of settle himself down and uh, um, and, and concentrate on just doing the right things on the track. So uh, this should be a fun deal. I, I mean, A.J. Allmendinger on a short track is uh, just – I mean, a, a recipe for uh, a great time. And you mix him with Justin Allgaier, Noah, and Harrison Burton, who's also uh, big on short tracks, Chris. I mean, this is a uh, this is four guys who have a good shot at 100 grand, and they're all going to be going for it, which is going to make, uh, make it that much more interesting. You mentioned it, Tom. Uh, being at a short track, what a better way to start the Dash for Cash series at Martinsville, of all places. Uh, you know, Gregson's going to be up there. I think, like you said, everybody has a shot to do it. I mean, I'd put my mom in the wall for $100,000, so uh, I wouldn't have any issue putting anybody else in the wall. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, That has to be a Dale Earnhardt quote. Of course it's a Dale Earnhardt quote. Come on. Uh, Peter, I'm struggling here because this may be the most evenly matched up in the air. I have no idea who to pick four drivers for a dash for cash at one racetrack. I mean, these are the four guys when we talked about it earlier that I think we all think are going to be battling for the win on Friday. So now add an extra $100,000 into the mix. Um, Bump and run on the last lap, please. Absolutely. I mean, some of us picked Gregson for the win. Some of us picked Allmendinger. Harrison Burton obviously won here a year ago. And Justin Allgaier coming off that Atlanta win is bound to be a contender as well. So I expect three, if not four of these guys to be up in the top five late on Friday night, duking it out amongst each other for that win. And the dash for cash money is simply a bonus for all of them. It's going to be fun to watch. It it obviously uh, adds a whole different element to this race, Tom. And we have to consider not only are those four uh, running for the Dash for Cash bonus, but the highest four Xfinity uh, Series eligible drivers 
after the Martinsville race, whether they were eligible in the in this race or not, are going to be the four that will run for the next hundred thousand uh, dollars at the next time out, I believe, at Talladega. Yeah, no question about it. And again, just with the uh, the, the the next couple races that are coming up. Um, this is going to be a, a really fun <laughs> couple of race stint for the Xfinity guys. Again, this is a series where you've got, you know, 10 cars at least it, it, that could win on any given week. And you've got drivers like Brandon Brown who just, you know, they just keep improving and just keep hanging around. And then there's probably two or three other guys that uh, you just know at any moment are going to break out. I, again, I go back to Gregson and Daniel Hemrick as being two drivers who have a great shot to get their first win this weekend, but they're not the only ones. It's a short track and anything can happen, uh, it, you know, when it comes to Martinsville. Absolutely right. I don't think we know what to expect, and because it's a short track, we could see somebody we're not expecting, like a Brandon Brown or a Ryan Sieg or maybe even a Josh Williams, sneak up and contend for a win, and if they win, well, goodness, there's a playoff spot that a series reg- you know, a, a series mainstay, I should say, might not get later this year. So a lot of things to consider. Coming up in our next segment, Black Flag, Checkered Flag, Fantasy, and a little bit more. It's Motor Sports Madness, and we'll be back after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Chris Murdoch remaining around the round table as we close in on the final laps of this show. Right now, want to go around the table, start with Tom, then go to Chris, and then go to Peter, and uh, pull out the black flag checkered flag card, gents. I know we're coming off an off week, but blacks and checkers, whatever you got, go ahead and uh, toss it out here, Tom. I will let you lead it off and see what we uh, see, see what we get into here. I don't really know who to give a black flag or a checkered flag to. Uh, I, I honestly, the only w- one I can think of right off the bat here is I'm, I give a huge checkered flag to uh, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan for uh, putting Santino Ferrucci in that third car because I think that gives them three really good opportunities to go win the Indy 500, and I think uh, this is going to be an awfully interesting situation now with that three-car team uh, when we get uh, get to Memorial Weekend. Chris? Uh, for me, I think uh, I was thinking. I was caught in limbo there. <laughs> um, I think for me, I think I'm going to give a checkered flag to NASCAR uh, because for them, it wasn't really an off week. They put a couple next-gen cars on the track. Uh, this week they had a wet weather test at Martinsville just to see if uh, that was possible with Kyle Larson. I think they really showed the initiative to make the sport better. So that's my checkered flag and my black flag, even though uh, I understand the meaning behind why there was an off week is there was an off week. I'm ready to go back racing boys. My checkered flag would have to go to Martinsville Speedway just because I love the thought of Saturday night short track racing under the lights. I love that Modifieds are back. I love Xfinity is back again. Neither of those two series should have ever left Martinsville. They're my favorite racetrack in the sport for a reason. I just, I'd go watch, go golf carts race up there. That's how much I love Martinsville Speedway. Just I hate that I won't be able to be there in person this weekend to enjoy some hot dogs. But I know, Jacob, you'll have a couple for me. And then Black Flag would have to go to our co-host, Noah Lewis, for missing the show to go run go-karts at GoPro Motorplex with a couple people from iRacing. I'm sure it's quite the uh, night, and I'm not sure how he's doing. Thank you, Peter, because had you not thrown that black flag, I was going to just to be funny. Um, As it is, my checkered flag goes to uh, Ryan Priest and Ryan Newman for not forgetting their short track roots and entering Thursday's um, NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour race. I love seeing some of these guys uh, who get to the top level not be afraid to come back down, not be afraid to get their hands dirty, not be afraid to jump in the fray and uh, do something that's not necessarily their day job. So uh, both Ryans get a, a big old 
check mark and a checkered flag in my book. My black flag goes to Tyler Reddick for damaging the goods during the uh, during the next gen test this week at Darlington, even if it was only slightly. And I say that half jokingly because A, it's Tyler Reddick, and B, it's Darlington. So if you're not flirting with the wall, I know, I know, you're not doing it right. But there's only three of these next gen cars right now that we're aware of. Come on, Tyler. You got to keep the paint job on. the first. What was to that? To be honest, Chris? some of the tracks they've been at, I'm surprised he's the first. <laughs> no, I, I, I am too. I, I thought perhaps it might have happened sooner than now. But uh, as it is, that's all I've got for there. Now, as we uh, start to transition ahead towards the weekend, I want to go back around the table here. And uh, this time we'll go Peter, then Tom, then Chris, just to mix it up a little bit. Uh, and. Ty Gibbs has finished first or second in his two Xfinity races so far. Does Ty Gibbs finish top two at Martinsville this weekend, or is this a little bit of a reality check, Peter? I think Martinsville falls right into Ty Gibbs' wheelhouse. I feel pretty safe saying he'll finish second. I'm not picking him to to win, uh, but I'm certainly not saying he can. I think he's he's probably one of the favorites, to be honest. So, yes, I think he can finish in the top two. I mean, uh, certainly the other drivers aren't going to make that easy for him. So uh, I don't know what I would say the percentage, but I'd say it's better than 50-50 that he gets a podium finish, at least the top three. Can he finish second, Jacob? Yes, Anybody in the 54 car could finish second. You could put a monkey in there and they could finish second in that car. True. No, uh, I think he'll probably wreck out about stage two. Ooh, wow. Okay. Oh. That's, that's a bold call there. Um, now, that being said, I will agree with Chris partially because I think this weekend will be a reality check for young Ty. I don't think he's going to finish top two. I think he may contend for a top 10 finish, but uh, if we're being totally honest, I don't believe he'll wreck out of his own accord, and, and I'm not sure I guess that's how Chris meant it either, but I, I think he may end up getting collected in something not of his own making because, as we all know, it's very, very easy for that to happen at Martinsville, and I do think uh, that that may be what stifles Ty's uh, quest for a third straight really strong run uh, to open his tenure in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, of course, won the Daytona Road Course and then finished second and had a shot in the final corners uh, at Austin Cindric there at Phoenix Raceway last month. So that being said, uh, I'll go... Uh, want to Tom on this one. Uh, obviously, this weekend, uh, a big deal for the Wood Brothers. Of course, Martinsville's always a home race for them, being uh, originally based in Stewart, Virginia, not too far from Martinsville. But this weekend, taking on a little extra importance because, of course, uh, Wood Brothers and really all of NASCAR mourning the loss of Bernice Wood, the matriarch of the family. And uh, I know not only do they have a special decal on the 21 car this weekend, but good grief, if we want to talk about a driver that nobody would be disappointed to see win and uh, push that run to eight for eight to open the season. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto uh, honoring Bernice Wood with a win in the Wood Brothers 21. I, at Martinsville, I can't think of a much better uh, Hollywood ending. Likelihood of it happening, maybe not, but I mean, I'd love to see it. 
Well, I mean, I, I certainly think Matt has as good of a chance as anybody. I mean, if they can get the car right for him, he'll race to the front, run for the win. Uh, you know, it would be a special win. I mean, if you want to see Martinsville Speedway spontaneously combust after a, a race, uh, put the Wood Brothers 21 in victory lane with Matt DiBenedetto, and that would probably do it. That would be an amazing um moment in the sport and and we do know that this is a sport that loves hollywood moments so uh, i would love to see that i think we're not supposed to be biased as media but i think we all would uh, probably shed a tear or two to see matt de benedetto get get a win in that car he certainly worked hard enough for it and worked hard enough for a nascar win over the last uh, few years indeed and now uh, with that we will uh, go ahead and roll into our fantasy pick since we're about halfway through this segment now uh, going into martinsville weekend uh the the modified race is not for points i want to be clear on that but i do want to hear picks from you guys for the modified race just because i'm curious and because i have one too that's not for fantasy points though the races for points are only the xfinity race on friday and the cup race on saturday night i don't have the standings in front of me i'll work on getting those from randy miller in the meantime i'm just randomly making an order here and because he uh, isn't normally on here to go first i'll say chris murdoch can go first why not boy uh so we're picking mods mods xfinity and trucks or mods Mods. xfinity and cup i mean sorry mods justin bonsignor um Xfinity, Noah Gregson, and Cup. Oh, I'm trying to think of who I picked on um, Monday, but uh, I can't remember, so I'll just go with Denny Hamlin. Okay, fair enough. Peter Strada, you're next. Uh, I mostly agree with Murdoch, actually. I like Bossy Nor for the Modifieds. For Xfinity, I really like Noah Gregson at Martinsville. And then for Cup, I'll differ a little and i'll go brad keselowski to get his third grandfather clock 10-4 i'll give you that uh tom and then i'll go last and bring up the anchor okay um as much as i'd love to pick actually pick max mclaughlin to win i'm gonna go with ryan priest in the modified race noah gregson will win his first xfinity series race of the year and denny hamlin will make it eight for eight in the Cup Series, eight different winners in the first eight races on Saturday evening. All right, so now it's my turn, and I'm going to pick the guy that nobody's talking about, and I imagine if he's listening to this show like I know he sometimes does, I will get a message at some point before tomorrow night's modified race that... uh, Hey, you're still a believer. Yes, I am, and it's because I I think you can only keep a good driver down for so long. I am not going to pick uh, the any of the sexy picks, so to speak. No Bonsignor for me, no Priest for me, not even a Newman for me. I'm picking Doug Kobe to win at Martinsville. Why? Because, number one, I think he's coming in a little angry. He's tired that we're not talking about him enough. And, number two, a year under his belt with his own team, I really believe that Phil Moran is going to bring that car back loaded for bear. And, no, Tom, I'm sorry. I don't think Doug Kobe is a two-inch limb anymore after how badly yes, he got he beat last year. No, not with his own car. They struggled to get that car right last year. I don't believe he's as much of a favorite as anybody would like to believe anymore 
and not he in this was, field. He was the second best driver behind Monsignor for most of the last few races last year. I think Kobe's going to come into Martinsville and do just fine. There's nothing wrong with that man or his team at this point. He's still a solid contender for the NASCAR Modified Championship. If he does, it'll be title number seven, oh, by the way, and tie the late Mike Stefanik for most in the modern era history of the tour, which would be a huge deal this season. Uh, with that, moving to the Xfinity series, I am going to go with not the driver that is the most recent Xfinity winner at Martinsville, although I'd love to see Harrison Burton get the job done. I'm going with a driver that's a little bit off the beaten path because he can make history this weekend by uh, giving one family the opportunity for the first time in NASCAR history to have four family members win at the same racetrack in the same NASCAR National Series, no less. I am picking Harrison's cousin, Jeb Burton, just because I wanted an opportunity to use that statistic on this show. It may hurt me in the standings for a week, but it's okay because I do think Colleg Racing really has, uh, you know, still had a lot of speed, and I think they will have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, and I think I surprised Tom with that pick because it's not necessarily one of the four or five drivers uh, that uh, that you think of when you think Martinsville Xfinity, go win me a grandfather clock. But the family's got history, and I think Jeb can live up to that. Now, going back to the cup race on Sunday, eight for eight, yes. Two-inch limb, also yes. Most recent Martinsville winner, also, also, yes. Chase Elliott gets his first win of the season and pushes the streak to 8 for 8. I noticed that uh, of the drivers that we all picked, we had Hamlins, we had a Keselowski, and we had a Chase Elliott. And those are the three guys that have pretty much dominated Martinsville in recent years, so there's no reason, Tom, to think that they won't be in the mix on sun or Saturday night. Wow, I almost said Sunday afternoon because I'm so used to this being a daytime race. Well, I haven't looked at the forecast for Martinsville, Virginia, but if it's anything like the forecast for where we're sitting in North Carolina Saturday night, it will be a Sunday race. But uh, don't count out William Byron either. I think Byron's going to be strong uh, in that 24 car, too, and I think he's a driver that can definitely contend for the win, as will Larson. Ouch. Okay, so uh, the the meteorologists in the chat, Chris and Peter, just said 70% chance of rain Saturday night, so maybe we are looking at a Sunday afternoon race. Who knows? As it is, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to give up hope that we won't see a Saturday night race until uh, it's raining and they have to push it to Sunday, but that's just the optimist in me. We'll uh, take our final break here on The Madness and come back for the White Flag segment and final thoughts right after these words. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? 
That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. White flag segment, just about time to wrap it up. That means it's time for final thoughts and time to go back around the table one more time. Tom Baker, what do you got? Well, I've got the potential for a guest for us. We had him on the inside pass Monday night. Keep your eye out. We're going to try to get them on this show. Sprint cars on ice. Yes, it means exactly what I just said. And there's a gentleman who's promoting it, and it's growing by leaps and bounds. So we're going to try to get to Dick Perry on a future Madness show. Should be a lot of fun to talk about that. I've heard about what Nick's doing up there in the Northeast, and I love it. I'm looking forward to that hopefully happening. Chris Murdoch. Uh, it was fun coming back for an hour. It's been a while since I've been able to lend a voice to the Motorsports Madness, so it was fun. Um, hope I do it again within the next year. I was going to say, we need to make this more often than like a once-a-year occurrence or whatever. Peter Strada, what do you got? I'm just excited for a race weekend at my favorite racetrack. We're bound to see three awesome races, and I'm really looking forward to seeing who shows out and who's left wanting more from the half mile of mayhem <laughs> i think mayhem may be exactly what we see over the course of the next three days and uh, i think uh, i'm just as excited as you are peter i'm looking forward to it and i'm really looking forward to uh, having a hot dog or two this weekend that's been something that's been very long overdue and uh, eager for that but that's going to do it for this edition of motorsports madness we thank you as always for tuning in or listening however you're consuming the show for tom chris and peter i'm jacob sealman keep it off the wall folks we'll be back next week to do it again till we meet again 
You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.